feature presentation. Welcome back to another Untitled Movie uh, or Streaming Review. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside he's allergic to tomatoes, but he is tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin. Happy Hawkeye, bro. Happy Hawkeye to you as well, my friend. It is the holidays. I have my little very depressing Charlie Brown tree uh, behind me and all my clutter still. Uh, Eric, um, are you in the holiday spirit yet or no? I, I'll, you know, what, are I, you a big Christmas guy? I don't know if we talked about this. I'm sure we I don't have think on the are, show. Right? Well, I, I mean, I, I, I enjoy what it brings out in people in terms of goodwill and, um, you know, spending time with family and those kind of things and, and what have you, whether it be Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever you celebrate, like that's it, th- those aspects of it are nice but i think it was ruined for me in terms of some of the more festive aspects or the commercial aspects because of working at toys r us in high school and having to listen to the same 10 christmas songs for an eight-hour shift and see grown adults break down and cry asking for robo dogs that they turbo man that uh we had in the back that we were holding for elite customers so um (laughs) You know, that kind of sullies it a little bit, but I also feel that we've already let down the people watching this because we did not wear coordinated track suits. Yes, bro, bro. We did not wear track suits, bro. Uh, yeah, today we are reviewing the first two episodes of the new Hawkeye series uh, from Marvel Studios on Disney+, Plus, which is premiering this Wednesday, the first two episodes. Um, if you guys haven't listened or watched one of our kind of streaming reviews, um, when we're not reviewing the whole series, like all six episodes or all, the entire season or something like that, we we're kind of just giving you our first thoughts on those couple episodes and we're not necessarily going to put a score on it or a, a star rating or anything like that. We're just going to kind of give you a, an idea of what to expect and, and what we felt uh, about the first couple episodes and if we're kind of intrigued by the series or if it's kind of fumbling. So uh, I'm excited to talk about this. Um, it's take two. Eric and I uh, started <laughs> talking about it and then we we're like, maybe let's not mention that. Well, no, let's, um, let's be specific here. It was me who mentioned something specific that happens within the first 15 minutes of mm-hmm. episode one mm-hmm. that might not necessarily be a spoiler in terms of narrative because it's revealed so early but for people that are watching it that are big mcu, MCU fans, fans it may it was, be a spoiler um, yeah. and this is coming from somebody that that does like the mcu and has watched all the movies and shows and things like that but again when it comes to spoilers it, it's it's one of those things where I think you could almost look at a lot of stuff in an episode or two episodes or within the yeah. context of a Marvel movie, even now yeah. it's like, what is spoiler and what's not? I agree. Spoiler. Um, I would say if you don't want anything spoiled, just wait until Wednesday and then uh, watch those first two episodes and come back and listen to us. Um, we are not really going to spoil anything, hence doing a, a second recording after you know five, ten minutes because uh, we don't want to spoil anything for you because personally that opening, which we'll kind of go into and in, in the rest um, – was very surprising to me and I liked that because I was like, oh shit, this is how it's going to start. That's kind of cool. Um, but we'll get into that. It stars uh, Jeremy Renner as the titular Hawkeye uh, coming back, finally getting his due, Eric, finally getting his due. It's his time to shine, um, Matt. And after uh, that also, app, right? Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, and also introducing uh, Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop, who um, it looks like will take over the Hawkeye mantle 
moving forward, but maybe Jeremy Renner will also stick around. We don't know. Uh, also starring Vera Farmiga, Fra Fee, uh, Tony Dalton, uh, Brian Darcy James, uh, Alakwa Cox. Am I pronouncing that right, Eric? I think. I think so, yes. Um, and more. Um, let's get into it. Uh, Eric, do you want me to take it? I think you're going to take this one because one, you are a big MCU fan, but also, you know, sort of where the adaptation is coming from. Yeah. Sort of mining from in terms of the source material. Yeah. The source material is based off of the Matt Fraction and David Aha, uh, comic run, uh, from the mid 2010s. Uh, I recently just read it. Um, cause again, I'm, I, I'm not a big Hawkeye guy, I guess a Hawk guy. Um, but Other like than even Ethan Hawk. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I would say like in the Avengers, I, I've always thought Jeremy Renner has been totally fine. I've had nothing against him and nothing really like, oh man, Hawkeye's been awesome. Um, and even when it comes to comic books, when I got back into them, you know, uh, 10, 15 years ago, um, Hawkeye's not like the one where I'm like, ooh, got to read a good Hawkeye comic. And I think that was kind of what was happening in Marvel as well, because I feel like um, this Hawkeye comic run by Matt Fraction and David Aha uh, is something that kind of launched it going, holy shit, everyone needs to read this. And everyone's like, read a Hawkeye comic? And then um, it's actually fantastic. I read it this past summer when I was at the cottage, um, fell in love with it, fell in love with the Kate Bishop character. And then um, I did it because I knew this series was coming up. So, and I don't regret it uh, at all. So if you're interested, I would say read it before you can tell that they're changing certain things up to make it fit into the MCU mold. Uh, but basically what we have here is it, it, it picks up at the, after the events of Endgame. Uh, Jeremy Renner is kind of, uh, or Hawkeye is in New York city with his kids um, on a little vacation with them, trying to spend time with them as you know, he, after five years of uh, thinking that they were all gone and, and becoming Ronan, uh, he's back to his kind of regular life. It doesn't seem like he's necessarily still part of the Avengers or whatever's going on at this time period, but uh, he's just kind of uh, in New York with his kids going to see Rogers the Musical. Well, Christmas um, in New York specifically. Yeah, Christmas too. in New York. Yeah. yeah. So it's a couple days before the holidays, so he's spending some time with his kids. Uh, the wife is back uh, home, uh, Linda Cardellini. Um, uh, and it's just kind of, it starts off. Uh, I like that they kind of show that uh, in the comics, it's a big part that he has a, a hearing aid. And it's just kind of hot. And he's also uh, starting to use sign as well, American mm-hmm. Sign Language. So you yeah. get the idea that he is starting to go deaf. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of things, we're introduced to Kate Bishop, um, who is a uh, self proclaimed master archer and. Um, there is a connection there of why she is obsessed with Hawkeye, which we kind of alluded to, um, that I think is really great. And I hope no one spoils it for you guys. Um, but it picks up, she's 22. Uh, she comes from a wealthy background. Um, her mother's played by Vera Farmiga. Um, and essentially, um, she gets kind of, uh, intertwined into a criminal organization, um, that, she ends up being in possession of the Ronin costume and wears it to try to help take these guys down um, and uh, crosses paths with our Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, and is uh, being chased by the tracksuit mafia. Um, bro, bro. Yeah, bro. That's a bro a lot. I'm not as good as Eric when it comes to synopsis, but I that that's kind of... That's like top level. I don't want to go too into it either of like exactly, um, you know, how they cross paths or 
um, or why she kind of has this uh, obsession with Hawkeye, like I mentioned, I think is really cool. She's the only one. But Hawkeye also has uh, a history with this tracksuit mafia, and then they kind of have to work together um, to, uh, you know, Hawkeye's trying to get the Ronin costume back, and then kind of chaos ensues. Um, So, Eric, what were your thoughts on um, these first two episodes? I'll kick it over to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I didn't love it per se, but I think the second episode kind of gives you the gist of what the show is going to be moving forward, where you have this dynamic between somebody who's kind of, you know, more grizzled and, and, you know, kind of just going through the motions of kind of cleaning up a mess. And then kind of the young novice who comes in and is excited and eager to kind of like, you know, kick butt and, and, and save the day. And so, you know, it's, it's a very kind of cliched, but um, very likable sort of, uh, trope within that genre. I mean, it, it's worked so much within, you know, the buddy cop um, yeah. sort of subgenre with, you know, Shane Black movies specifically, or even like 48 hours. But um, I think the big takeaway here is that Haley Steinfeld um, is going to be a, you know, massive part of this, not only this series moving forward, but also the MCU. I think she really brings a lot to the table in both of her, you know, dynamic as a character, but also in the performance that she uh, is giving um, as Kate Bishop. And I think the other thing that I was kind of really fascinated by is how this Ronin suit adds a certain context um, to what it means to wear the suit now and, and sort of what it kind of insinuates when you put this sort of costume on that represents, you know, death and destruction and um you know there's it's it's the opposite of what the avengers were and obviously the darker side of what um hawkeye was at a certain point in his life you know in that five-year period um so i i kind of like that this suit specifically has ramifications um and it becomes almost weirdly like the third wheel to these two characters in a way and sort of where it goes with, with, you know, that. And I, and I think that's kind of interesting. I, um, yeah, overall, I I think it's, I think it's fine. I think it's, I think it's, it's well-made it's enjoyable. Steinfeld is really exceptional and I'm looking forward to seeing more of her. And I even really like Jeremy Renner playing again, a kind of burnt out grizzled version of Hawkeye who is finally kind of succumbing to some of his injuries a little bit or like you know like his body's kind of like catching up with him um in the way that we've seen it even with something like in logan or uh one of your yeah. favorite series uh the uh the fallen series with gerard butler and uh, <laughs> angel has fallen when we see yeah. that like you know the wear and tear over the years have kind of caught up with him and it's i think dark knight rises of, as well and, and things yeah. like that even though it wasn't as maybe earned in that because it kind of just jumps there but yeah i i'm kind of with you where um really enjoyed the first two episodes i again i think it's hard to talk about what we think of a series when we've seen one third of it we've seen the first act um but where it leaves off i'm definitely intrigued i think standouts for me i totally agree that Haley steinfeld absolutely uh, crushes it. I love the Kate Bishop character and um, I can't wait to see, you know, not even just where this series goes, but where she goes in the MCU. I think she's absolutely fantastic. The back and forth between her and Jeremy Renner is 
um, is great. I think they have great chemistry. I like what you're saying where he's kind of the broken down, like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore kind of thing. And she's the one being like, you know, I, oh my God, I idolize this guy. I get to work with him now. I get to show him that I've like, uh, you know, I've mirrored my whole life off of, you know, him. And I, I think that element I think is really funny too. And, and Hawkeye being, you know, the Avenger kind of like the Aqu- Aquaman at least has superpowers, but like, you know, everyone would make fun of Aquaman in, in, you know, the justice league and or Hawk on the Marvel even, side. Right. Uh, yeah. But even on the Avenger side, everyone, even in the movies and it's just like, Oh, well, Hawkeye and black widow, are just humans, right? Like, and I think what's interesting in the series and um, is, you know, I think Hawkeye being everyone's, you know, quote unquote, least favorite Avenger or something like that, right? And I'm sure there are Hawkeye fans out there, but I was mostly indifferent. And, and you would go, well, it is kind of ridiculous when this guy's fighting aliens and doing all this when everyone else is super powered or has a mech suit or, 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 you know, armor or, or things like that. What I think the series does a really good job so far is like that human element of superheroes and the Avengers in the MCU universe, like I think is, is really kind of cool and cool for that character. Like you get to see him on ground level interact with the, you know, humans of New York and, and see how much people kind of do idolize him because I, or I don't feel like they, even. or don't, but like for me, it was that part of people like appreciating him of being like, well, they can connect with him on a human level. Cause I feel like, you know, uh, he is the one Avenger that people might see on the streets, right? Like no one's just going to bump into Thor or Dr. Strange or, or whoever who has these, they're almost like these incredible, you know, people that you'll never see, right? Like, because they're just this massive presence or celebrity or, or they're or just, they'll never leave um, their lab. Like yeah. Like or Bruce wherever. Banner, right? Yeah. Or, or something like that. I guess Bruce. Yeah. But even then Bruce, you can't connect on necessarily a superhuman story. That's a weird double uh and every man thing, kind but, of way right? yeah and that's what i liked like when he's going out for dinner and people say oh thank you we'll pay for it or like people want his autograph or a photo and sometimes you can see how he he deals with that of being like he doesn't want the fame or he doesn't want to deal with that kind of thing which i think is interesting but then you also get that kind of that people do appreciate him for you know you know doing all this for them and being you know just like them he's a human he's putting himself out there he's very good at his craft but um, he is just like everyone else he meets on the street. So I think this series does like a really kind of cool job of him connecting to people on a human level and then showing their appreciation for Hawkeye. And I think that juxtaposition with how Kate Bishop feels about, you know, Clint. And it's just this, you know, when you meet your heroes uh, and, and kind of how that, you know, is going to go about. And I like that they're kind of slowly progressing that relationship of just this, you know, um, just friendship. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's really great. It, it, they play off each other really well. I think the action, um, at times can feel a little clunky. It doesn't feel as kind of kinetic as maybe I want it, but then I kind of like that when Kate's fighting that that's kind of how it, how it is. And she's still kind of, even though she's very good at what she does as well, um, she's still kind of a rookie when it comes to all this stuff. Um, there are a few standout moments again, that opening, uh, you know, 10, 15 minutes of the series that I, uh, did not expect to open that way. And I thought like, you know, from the minute, like hardcore MCU fans, like the minute the opening happens, you're going to go, okay. And then like, I, again, and I, I really love the opening sequence. I don't think the young actress in the opening sequence was very good and that kind of took me out of it a little bit and kid actors can be like you know 
sort of hit or miss. Um, and I don't think that whole opening completely works, but what it, what it's showing, I think is really, really cool or how it sets up the series, I think is really, really cool. There's also some choice um, haircuts in that scene that I was like, sure. I don't know if that works either. Yeah. Some of the stuff there doesn't completely work, but I like but it's the, to overemphasize yeah. certain things. Right? And I like, I like the idea of that whole sequence and why, you know, she would be, uh, obsessed or or would idolize hawkeye i think it was a great setup for why that character um you know models her whole life after this guy i think it's really really cool and i think like hardcore mcu fans um will really kind of go oh shit that's that's really awesome um it's in the trailer so it's not necessarily a spoiler but the rogers the musical stuff i think is really really funny and really great um especially and, with its historical and, inaccuracies yeah and uh, it's just like that kind of stuff i've been watching a lot of musical um stuff lately with like nevis watched chicago last night and um we watched tick tick um, boom we watched tick tick boom which, which you guys can check out a review out uh for and uh and canto and you know tons of musical stuff lately but um I just thought that was really, really well done and just uh, the play on that. And uh, I think, again, nerdy MCU people will just have a blast with that sequence. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I I really enjoyed it. And then seeing the moments from the comic, like seeing Lucky the Pizza Dog. I love that that guy. And then um, the, so that's what that um, dog's name is, because they don't they don't lucky give the a, pizza dog. Sorry. Yeah. yeah so anyways, they don't give I him don't, a name to begin with. They, did you I, say he's a he's pizza a dog? dog. Yeah. yeah or pizza dog. Yeah. I don't know if they'll, they'll probably call him lucky the pizza dog, but not like, to be confused um, with pizza cats. Yeah. Samurai pizza cats. Um, <laughs> I loved the set design of it. A lot of it's straight out of the comics. So like the tracksuit mafia and them saying bro all the time um, is great. Um, I think them being like sort of faceless goons so far, it doesn't necessarily work until we kind of sort of see where things are going in the, in the second episode. Um, I love the design of Kate's apartment. We don't spend enough time there, but right. Like, have you read the comics? Like right when they go in there, they're like, Oh man, they nailed that. That's really awesome. Um, and then there's uh, some sequences that just don't really work. I think it's best when, you know, Kate and Clint are together. Um, I think when they're separated, um, it doesn't i love the kate stuff but i don't necessarily love the clint stuff by himself I, I don't mind clint being a dad and i like that like i agree i don't necessarily disagree with you either where like i think you know kate's more interesting to kind of follow but i like the payoff of when clint is with kate and being sure. a dad to her yeah you know i agree and but there that's is that together, surrogate right? dad thing where like one i think one of the best moments in episode two and i don't think that this is spoiler is just when they're basically like he's helping her clean her wounds and like yeah. that's something in this series we really haven't seen um in, in any real capacity where like you actually need to take care of a, a cut you know from getting infected and i think that like that i think that goes back to the human thing right exactly, that we're talking yeah. about like this isn't necessarily about a superhero these people are humans trying to do superhuman things at times and and going back to that of the human element like the series it's it's refreshing to have a mcu thing that feels a little bit more human or grounded right like in the sense where it's not like there's jokes about an avengers level threat that we've seen in, in teasers and trailers and stuff like that but i think that's just kate's humor um where 
it's really just a street level threat, right? Like it is just, uh, you know, streets of New York, you know, what mafia kind of stuff. Like it's not necessarily a big superhero thing. And then that's kind of refreshing. And I think that's what's kind of cool about this whole series that it just kind of takes it back down to earth. And I think that's um, really, really great. And then what I meant by my point about Clint, there's one sequence at like a LARPing kind of thing um, that I just felt, just did not work at all and they spend like a lot of time on it it feels like and it's like this whole kind of b plot you know as they have to separate and i just i didn't love it and i just feel like whatever they were trying to do i just don't think works in that sequence at all um, yeah leave that to uh sean william scott and paul rudd and role models sure. and and no. not uh, uh that. And, and even the way that he figures out where to go i think is a little bit clumsy in terms of its um story structure and sort of how he becomes kind of a detective in one moment it just feels a little bit um unearned and and to your point convenient but um yeah i i think it's like what i do like is what you already mentioned is that it is this sort of modest version of an mcu story where both Clint and Kate are basically like a cleanup crew, you know, like they're, they're the two that are kind of dealing with something that is, you know, to anybody else would be a major threat, but considering what Clint has gone through is just something where it's like, okay, now I have to kind of deal with my own, you know, bag of issues and also kind of clean up the mess that I started five years when previously I when yeah. i was ronin and you know this is basically caught up with me the same way that my body is starting to catch up with me so there's i think that that is interesting as well and 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 sort of how he is just basically going through the motions of trying to you know set things right with his own family and then on top of that um sort of you know get all of his you know, work-related issues sort of sorted. And I think that that stuff is interesting. And then again, like, you know, we'll probably see more of this mentorship kind of happen. And and I like the kind of reluctancy that he has towards, you know, taking Kate under his wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, only two episodes in, we, I feel like it's barely gotten started, even though we've seen, you know, a third of the series. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely intrigued at where they leave it. Um, and, uh, I, I definitely enjoyed the first two episodes, uh, things we didn't touch on. Like, I think, uh, Vera Farmiga is always great. I'm a little um, frustrated with her character though, because I yeah, feel I like get there, what you're saying. there are things where she's having conversations with Haley Steinfeld and, you know, Steinfeld's character is making really good points and her Vera mom Farmiga, just doesn't want to, she just yeah. doesn't listen. Like she's not even like being the, 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 um, owner of a security company like even if you don't maybe necessarily believe what your kid is saying it's like maybe it's good to investigate some of those things and look into that um another person that i kind of liked popping up and he doesn't do a lot of work because he's more of a theater guy was uh simon kalo uh who is uh kind of this uh patriarch that uh steinfeld runs to at a charity event and he probably is best known to a lot of kids or people our age that grew up watching ace ventura when nature calls he was the villain uh in that 
<laughs> there we go. I couldn't put it uh, uh, where he came from. Um, that's really funny. That's yeah, good. he's the one that like when when uh, Ace first arrives in in um, to his like country club and he sees like yeah uh, like the stuff on his shoe and all that and yeah and like he was also in four weddings and a funeral. But he's not he's not one of those actors that necess- like you know who he is, but he's not in a lot. And he also, I mean, everybody makes the joke that oh, it's like Simon Calo, uh, Callow from you know american idol but they different spelling sure 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 um i liked his name too right and his monogram uh uh, Werther's uh, original (laughs) (laughs) the ultimate evil candy (laughs) um tony dalton who i really like on um better Better Call call saul he's fantastic on that show um i've liked him in the the first couple episodes here and you know sweet mustache um great mustache great mustache um but yeah even in these first two episodes like they don't necessarily set up who the big bad is or anything other than the tracksuit mafia which is um i'm assuming we'll get you know bigger reveals and things in episode three and i'm curious i'd love to talk about like where we think it's gonna go and um i would love to see like it it, the way that they set this up too there's like an underground kind of um criminal auction of like black market auction um in the show and i'm like in the comics i don't know if if i'm talking about things that happen in the comics thing that i could happen but would the mcu do it would that be considered spoiler maybe possibly know. because it could still happen within there's a character adaptation. there's a character in the comics who is behind that that i would be really intrigued by if they reintroduce in in this series but i, I don't think know i know who you're they, talking about but i don't know if they will but i think they could yes. um and i would love that um but that's kind of almost where i see this going but then there's other things that I'm I'm very intrigued to see how they change things up from the comic or how they kind of make it MCU and and um, what other surprises we get. But and you're clearly uh, referring to Morph. Yeah, <laughs> Morph's coming back, baby. Um. Anyways, I think uh, any final thoughts, Eric? Just uh, I, I, intrigued, I, I, but yeah. Yeah. Again, I think it's one of those shows that maybe hasn't hit the bullseye as of yet, but is is kind of circling in that kind of area where it's like it's appealing to people that maybe don't love the fantastical elements of the mcu that we've been getting a lot more lately uh with even you know the the films with eternals and um and with the shows as well with loki so if you're looking for something a little bit more low-key this is probably something you want to go with like i actually didn't like black widow's not great but i kind of appreciated that it was kind of grounded in kind of the espionage spy genre this feels even more as you mentioned street, street level. level yeah so um and and i think that like you know for all the world domination and multiverse stuff that we've gotten something small and festive like this yeah we didn't touch on that either i like the holiday stuff yeah too. and they are really leaning into it like it is it is it is a holiday themed mcu series like it's not just like window dressing like no it actually... it's like four days till christmas new yeah. york like it's yeah it's in... and, and i think that's also going to play a part in the storyline where like you know where all this is happening and it's like you know i'll be home for christmas like i'm sure that song will be cute at some point yeah yeah i mean that's probably where it'll end right but yeah. um yeah i'm really intrigued uh i'm in the same boat where i don't know if i necessarily loved it i love Haley steinfeld as kate bishop i don't know if i loved the first two episodes but i am intrigued uh to see where it goes so 
Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it out on Wednesday, which would be tomorrow if you're listening to this right away, or maybe you've already watched those first two episodes, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on the opening and Rogers the Musical and different things like that, so hit us up. Uh, if you like this, we have other uh, reviews that we would love for you guys to check out right here on Untitled Movie Reviews. You can check out our review for Tick, Tick, Boom, uh, as well as what else do we have, Eric? We have uh, Encanto coming up. We have House yeah. of Gucci. House of Gucci. Um, we have There's Resident Evil. Welcome to yeah. Raccoon yeah. City. Yeah. King yeah. Richard. King Richard was the one I was thinking of. And Ghostbusters Afterlife, which you guys, which I think was a great conversation uh, between Eric and I. So go check that out. That came out this past weekend as well. And we'll probably um, also have reviews coming up for things like Benedetta and uh, lots of stuff. Yeah. Coming up. It's a busy time. It's a busy oh, time. Yeah. The screeners are piling up, uh, but I'm excited. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, please go check us out on YouTube. If you, uh, listen to the audio version, we would love that. Just search on title movie podcast. will probably pop up. And if you listen, if you watch the video version, go subscribe to our podcast feeds, which are untitled movie podcast, untitled movie reviews and untitled movie conversations. One stop shop for everything. Always over on letterboxd untitled underscore movies links to all of those shows as well as uh, our star ratings and different things like that. So go check that out. Uh, as always, my name is Matt Rohrbeck. You can find more of my work around the internet, but mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com. And you can follow me on all the social medias at Matt Rohrbeck. And I'm Eric Marchin. You can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash cinemascene and on the social medias at EM6211. Until next time. Bro, I'm going to open that Jeremy Renner app right now. Bro, 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 bro.